episode two, season two. It's the Cup of Mets podcast here. It's opening day eve. Ian Bosniak joined alongside by Robert Venegas, as always. My Love. friend, my friend, we're a day away from the show, all starting over. How are we feeling? Oh, you know, we're feeling good, Ian. You know, the energy, the excitement's there. Um, you know, high expectations, like always. Uh, Buck Showalter, year two. You know, Francisco Lindor, I'm, I'm excited to see how he's going to respond um, after coming off a nice 2022. And, uh, you know, let's go Mets. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, before we dive into it all, uh, just a reminder to give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, and on YouTube. Uh, that is at Cup of Mets, as well as hit that subscribe button on Click Spotify and it. on Apple Podcasts, as well as any other platform that you do utilize to get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, We're, you know, well under 24 hours away from first pitch. It'll be uh, Max Scherzer and Sandy Alcantara tomorrow at 410 Eastern time at Lone Depot Park in Miami. Rob and I will be there. We'll bring you all the content. You know, we'll be posting stuff throughout the day. We're we're super stoked to uh, to to bring it to you guys. And uh, you know, I don't know about you, Rob, but um, you know, growing up, you know, I never went to school on opening day. That was like a thing for me. Um, you know, since all the games were either at one o'clock or 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 four o'clock. Um, yeah. But I never went to school. Um, it was something that it was like. <laughs> Everyone knew I'm going to be out, you know, he's sick and um, it's really like a national holiday. I really think it should. I don't know about you, but it's just, uh, it's, it's it's Christmas. It's like a clean slate. It's a clean slate. It's all, you know, there's hope. um, There's energy, you know, all the teams, as you said, clean slate, you know, everyone's got the same record. And um, I feel like it's just yesterday that we got eliminated. Seriously. it's it's been a quick fucking winter it's it's been i don't know about you do you feel do you feel like it went fast or i i feel like i mean it definitely did you know um going from the winter meetings and then you know uh season one ending and all that and now we're here talking about going to miami and 2023 and beyond so i mean it's probably my favorite time of the year to be completely honest with you and um you know we're we're excited to bring you the content it all begins tomorrow in miami and again the new york mets coming off a 101 win victory season last year in as what rob said buck showalter's first year at the helm um rob give me your you know season two of the buck showalter um era how you see their season kind of playing out um, what your expectations are going into the year. Um, well, you know, they're going in with the same, basically the same lineup. Um, you know, everybody just a year older and uh, coming in with a couple new arms, whether it's in the bullpen or, or the starting rotation. Um, listen, I would I would have said, if you were to ask me this t- two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I would have said the Mets were going to be primed for another 100-win season. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, with the loss of Edwin Diaz, I, b- I believe, again, we're still like a 90 plus win team but again the loss of Edwin Diaz uh, makes me hesitant I guess and is the lack of a better term uh, to give us more than 97 98 wins yeah no I I definitely I definitely feel that and I mean I know that you mentioned you know the lineup first and foremost being um, you know of that similar nature to what we saw last year Um, 
Is that something of concern to you? I know that we touched upon it a little bit in the first episode, but, um, you know, just when you kind of are looking at the Mets as a team and in their entirety heading into the season, is that something of concern to you or something that, you know, you just kind of roll with it and kind of roll the dice and see what happens? No, well, you know, I think, I think again, you know, it's not so much a concern, but the only, the only concern I have with this lineup is just, you know, we don't have that big bopper that we talked about the other day. Um, you know, again, this this lineup's full of hitters. You're 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 surrounded by a star stud, a star stud in uh, Francisco Lindor, and and another and another nice nice little like Robin, I'd like to say, and and Pete Alonso, and those guys are gonna carry you. But you know, what if Pete struggles, and or what if Lindor struggles like he did his first year? Um, who knows how this lineup, you know, plays about the first month or two of the season. Um. But overall, I think these guys just work counts. Um, you know, they're gonna make the pit, they're gonna they're gonna make a pitcher grind in the first inning, just like they did last year. And uh, hopefully, we just keep that same like next man up, next keep the train moving, keep the line moving type mentality. I think that you you know hit the nail on the head there. You know, as you as you alluded to earlier, unfortunately, we have experienced some injuries here in the early going. Um, in the likes of Edwin Diaz, you know, who was supposed to be the anchor to a bullpen that we fortified, which was a weak spot for us at points last year. Um, Definitely. you know, so now David Robertson, who is going to be that big time set of man is our closer. So again, it's, it's picking up the pieces. It's next man up mentality. And for me, it's, you know, as you said, just kind of weigh it out. Um, I also do agree with you. Listen, 101 wins is not something easy to come by. You know, it was their second most victories in franchise history. Um, so to me, I think that we're looking in the 90s. Um, you know, ultimately, that's kind of where I see them finishing. But um, for you, what is I know that you mentioned, like, you know, hovering in the hovering in the 90s. Um, what do you consider a. A a successful season um obviously you know a world series and uh what do you ultimately see their record how many wins do you ultimately see them um you know finishing with and where do you see them finishing in the national league east i mean you always want the best for your team and you always want to be optimistic but again um i could see them with around like 93 94 wins um that's obviously taken into account like we don't know the moves they're gonna make down the line we don't know who's gonna stay healthy who's gonna get hurt um but yeah just going off of now I'm, I'm gonna go 93 94 wins um I say they finished second in the National League East losing, um, losing Edwin Diaz is a is a real is a real stinker for me so I'm gonna say they finished second in the NL East with 94 wins uh I still I still, despite the Diaz injury, despite the Quintana injury here early on, um, you know, and the Bryce Montes de Oak injury and you know, the the fact that we didn't add that big bat and the fact that they've opted, you know, Beatty and Bantos and others to the minors, I still have the Mets ultimately finishing in first place. Um I don't see them hitting that one hundred and one win mark again. Um, but I do see them around 97, 98, uh, victories. Um, but again, that's me being an optimistic Met fan. Um, mm -hmm. and I've been bitten in the ass so many times before as so many of us have. Right. <laughs> um, so again, I say it with a grain of salt, 
but I do expect the Mets to win the National League East. I do expect them to finish with around 97, 98, 99 wins. What do you think the strongest aspects are um, of the club, looking up and down the roster, um, as well as their overall depth, as well as their biggest weakness, you think, entering the campaign? Their biggest weakness, though, is that is that big bopper in the lineup. Their biggest strength is how they could work counts offensively, and, and their defense has gotten a lot better from years past. Um, Honestly, too, and another strength is their is their is their is their pitching. You know, their starting pitching. Yeah, and- for me, for me, I think this weakness right now is the um. You know, as you said, I I, and I've said it before, they are missing that big bat. Um. So to me, it's that big bat. A, B. Um. Another thing that, you know, they are missing now is that obvious lockdown. You know, back end reliever. Um. Which is unfortunate because we have it. Um, but we no longer have it, and he is now on the IL, laying in bed and and watching from afar, and it's a shame. Um, and and when it comes to strengths, I mean, listen, there's so many that you can look at. Listen, the team is deep. Um, it wasn't easy for them to construct a roster. The team is deep. Um, the rotation, yeah. if it's healthy, Verlander and Scherzer are the best one-two in the game with the way that Kodai Sanga looked at times last year, as well as his performance in the, uh, you know, J- Japanese league last year. Um, and what we know that he can do, listen, the Mets potential within the rotation is limitless. Obviously they're missing Quintana, but, um, but again, I think they're both their their rotation is a big strength. And again, their knack of, working counts and waiting for that pitch to hit is something that I think is so um, prevalent up and down the order. doesn't matter if you're the one hitter or the nine hitter. Obviously, different hitters have different approaches, um, but they all kind of have that underlying same idea at the dish. And, um, you know, the certain rules now are going to play into their favor as well as, as well as other teams, right? But um, overall, I think that there's just, there's a number of, you know, different... Um, you know, positives and in, in strengths in which that you can look see, at. That, How do you see the division playing out uh, one through five? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just riding high on, on the Philadelphia wave, unfortunately. Um, I do love Trey Turner a lot as a player. I, th- I think he could be an MVP type of player. Um, I mean, excuse me, type of player he already is, but I'm saying an MVP uh, candidate this year. Uh, so I'm going to have them finish one, Mets two. Um, Atlanta, uh, I think they're really underestimating the loss of Dansby Swanson over in Atlanta. I do think um, Austin Riley is really good. I like Matt Olson. Um, Okuna's back. But Dansby Swanson, you've you seen him at his best last year. And and I just think I just think that, that, that shortstop void is a, or, or that shortstop, uh, the new shortstop, Vaughn Grisham, it's just big shoes to fill. Um, but I can see them finishing in third, Miami four, and then Washington five. Yeah. Yeah. And just a quick note on that, because I'm going to forget when I give you my one through five, Vaughn Grissom, he didn't make the opening day roster and he had a short and he had a great year last year Yeah, he and did. he didn't make the opening day. roster. So just so interesting. And I agree with you in that, in, in that as well. Um, for me, as far as the, you know, the, the national league East goes, um, Listen, I, I think that there's a number of ways and a number of justifications in which people can give you for their one through three. I think it honestly could unfold 
either way, right? Um, I see the Mets finishing in first. Um, you know, again, I gave you that 97 to 99 range win total. Um, in second place, I do see the uh, the Phillies. Uh, I, I think they are deep. I think they have a strength in that bullpen. Um, and obviously, their offense is great. Reese Hoskins out for the year with the torn ACL. Um, but again, they have the guys to move around. Nick Castellanos looks like he'll go to first. I don't think he can get any worse at defense. Um, you know, then he, then he is out in right field. He, he looked fucking clueless last year. So, you know, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll go to, he'll go to first base and, nice. um, you know, I, I can't, uh, but, um, but yeah, I see the Phillies finishing in second, the Braves, listen, I, I see them in third. They've got some question marks again, as you mentioned, the loss of Dansby Swanson is big. Uh, listen, their lineup is, is deep. There's not a question about it from the likes of, um, you know, Matt Olson to, um, you know, Ozzy Albies, who looked great this spring to Ronald Acuna, um, Travis Darno. It's just there's something missing, and it, and it is that Dancy Swanson piece. They do have pieces in the minors that they can move, but you know, eventually, just kind of looking at that, that that's the way that I kind of see them playing out. The rotation also headlined by Freed, Morton, and and Spencer Strider, but. Aside from that, they don't have a lot. Mike Sorok is not ready. He got option to the minors. You think there's any chance that Miami could make some noise? First things first, they get Josh Chisholm back. That's something you should pro- probably should have uh, mentioned. Um, out in center now. Yeah, definitely out in center. I mean, Jorge Soler is a formidable baseball player. Um, I like Joey Wendell. They got Gene Segura, who's a nice little sleeper. They also acquired Luis Arias. Um, he's a you know pretty good player, batting title yeah. winner, I believe. Yeah. So, and then Johnny Cueto. Wow, look at all those moves. But, yeah, no, the Marlins, I mean, you know, they got a mixture of veterans and, and young guys. They're, they're looking to compete. So, they could make, you know, don't sleep on them. Don't take them lightly either. They're headlined by a Cy, a Cy Young oh, yeah, Award yeah, winner. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. And and then when you look at the growth of a guy like Jesus Lazardo, um, I don't know. Just looking at the National League East, I just think that the, the Marlins are a team that, again, could sneak somewhere you know, I'm not. I'm not saying any anywhere into the playoffs, considering how deep the National League is. Five hundred at least, or yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe kind of like a step like the Orioles took last year in yeah. the American League East. You know, um, gonna go through Bet MGM here, um, but um, the odds going into the season, uh, Bet MGM has uh, the Atlanta Braves winning the division at plus one hundred. They got the greatest odds, followed by the New York Mets. They're at plus one sixty. Uh, the Phillies are uh, third there at, at, at uh, plus 400, Marlins at plus 4,000, and the uh, Nationals at uh, minus 210. No, I'm just kidding. The Nationals at uh, plus 25,000. Um, so, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be another dogfight, you know, and, and that's what we want. We want competitive baseball. I mean, I know, I know, you know, it'd be nice to win the division every year, but my goal is just to make the playoffs get in the dance. We do have some predictions to dish out. Um, we will go with some of the, uh, awards first and get some of that stuff out of the way. And we'll proceed with, um, some of our division and wildcard winners followed by our NLCS and ALCS predicted matchups, as well as our, uh, predicted world series outcome. We're going to have you go first, sir. National league Um, MVP. Who was your winner? Juan Soto. Juan Soto followed by Padres. Uh, Trey Turner, and then followed by Austin Riley. 
Okay, what uh, what has Juan Soto winning the National League MVP for you? Well, you know, Padres have a lot of hype coming into this season. I know, you know, they just made a big splash by not only re-signing Manny Machado, but acquiring, you know, Xander Bogarts. Makes their lineup even better. They do lose Josh Bell, but again, Xander Bogarts is the man. They have a full season of Juan Soto. Um, you know, I think he gets back into his MVP type form uh in in terms of numbers because especially last year he, he got pitched around a lot um he was the only guy in the lineup when he was in washington so now that he has a deeper lineup to hit in he hits second you know you're gonna have to go after him he sees more fastballs he can he can hit more you know he's hitting for more power as of late so i don't know he's just an all-around great hitter for me i have ronald acuna jr winning the national league mvp um Last year was his first year back. You know, it was a little bit of a slow start for him, but he eventually got his legs underneath him. He got he got that swing back, that quick swing. Um, I think Acuna takes the cake. Um, I think he's one of the greatest talents in the game. He's got 40 stolen base potential. He's got 900 to 1,000 OPS potential as well. Um, he's just one of those guys. And second, Juan Soto, um, you know, he still is playing for that contract. Last year was considered a down year for him. Um, Juan Soto is that guy as well. Um, tremendous talent. Um, hopefully he does not re-sign with the Padres so that the Mets can get him. Um, and <laughs> lastly, Trey Turner. Listen, I think Trey Turner is going to make a massive impact. And Rob and I are, were actually discussing this before You know, we we hopped on here. Do think the Mets kind of missed out on that on that, but the Phillies jumped and and kind of nabbed him early, and it appeared that he wanted to go there. So, um, you know, I got I got Trey Turner finishing third and in, in his uh in his first season in Philadelphia. Rob, when it comes to the National League Cy Young Award winner, uh, who are your top three? Uh, I got Corbin Burns winning the Cy Young. Um, you know, I think he goes back to that twenty twenty one form. Um, and again, he's he's coming off an arbitration hearing an arbitration <laughs> hearing with the Brewers that, you know, didn't really go well. So I think he's motivated. I think, you know, I think coming off uh, his last year as a Milwaukee Brewer, he's going to want to get paid. So I got Corbin Burns, uh, Sandy Alcantara. I mean, we said it before, if the Marlins are going to be one of those sleeper teams that we're looking out for, it, it's led by him. And, uh, you know, last year he was filthy this year. I think he, uh, you know, makes, makes a run for his money. And then third, I got, our, our very own Max Scherzer. For me, I have Max Scherzer winning the National League Cy Young Award. Uh, it would be his third or fourth. I think third. Third. No, no, no. Can we can we get a let's get a fact check <laughs> on let's get a fact check on that. Um, but I have Max Scherzer That's winning bad. the National League Cy Young. Um, listen, he looks phenomenal uh, this spring, um, and I think that. Going into this year, if the Mets are going to perform to what everybody's hoping and for what the hype, you know, is being spoken about, it would be his fourth Cy Young Award. Yes, confirmed. Yes, <laughs> that that puts him into some rare category. So, um, yeah, listen, I, I think that he, I think that he comes out and and puts up a show, really leads this ball club, you know, sets an example. I also do think he opts into his contract for his third season, does not opt out. Um, second, I have Julio, I yeah, I have Julio Urias, uh, finishing in second from the Dodgers. Listen, I I think that he is going to pitch for a contract. Uh, he's going to be motivated for a new contract. He is a free agent after the year. Um, 
I, I, you know, I, he's got filthy stuff. You saw what he did for team Mexico and you saw what he did for the Dodgers last year. So, um, you know, I have Urias in second and then third, I have Zach Allen from the, uh, Arizona diamondbacks. He's got filthy, really under the radar stuff. Uh, really showed it last year. Uh, had a really low fifth, just a really, really quality pitcher. Um, and a guy that I could also see being, you know, kind of dabbled um, at the trade deadline as well. Someone <laughs> that maybe the Mets should inquire about. When it comes to National League Rookie of the Year, uh, there are quite a few um, candidates in which that, you know, people can choose from. Um, who do you go with in the National League for Rookie of the Year? Yeah, Corbin Carroll winning the National League Rookie of the Year. Okay. Okay. And for me, I have Kodai Senga. Um, those are the third best odds, by the way. Corbin Carroll or Senga? No, 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 yours. Senga? Yes. Who, who's first? My guy. <laughs> Corbin Carroll, yeah. Okay. I'm the betting guy, you remember? Nationally yeah. Comeback Player of the Year. There are a few options as well. Who do you got? Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, last year was kind of disappointing, especially when, you know, he had all that hype surrounding him. Um, uh, again, Padres, very deep lineup. He's converted to the outfield, which I think he'll have trouble with. But you know his bat in that yeah. lineup is, especially on the bottom of the on the bottom of that lineup is, is uh you know unfair. But you know I think he wins that award. Yeah, yeah, his uh his defense has looked a little shoddy so far this um, spring. I have Cody Bellinger. Listen, he signed a one year deal with the Cubs. Um, really, really struggled over the last few years with the Dodgers, but we know the talent's there. We know he has it. Um, just really, really long swing. Um. And some really bad pitch selection um, up at the dish. Uh, I have Bellinger, um, you know, as that comeback play, player of the year. Uh, moving over to the American League MVP, MVP candidates, one through three. Who do you have winning? And uh, you know, one. I mean, you know, I got I got Shohei Otani once again. Um, he's just he's just unbelievable. You know, one of the greatest baseball players we might have ever seen in the game. I think we will um, see. Yeah, well, we will see in the game. Um, and you know, another prove it year. So, you know, a lot of rumors swirling his swirling around his name, whether he's gonna stay, whether he's gonna go. Um, you know, and I think I think he's finally like healthy on the mound. You know, I'm gonna go with Otani at one. Um, you know, I'm gonna show some New York love. Aaron Judge coming off a nice big contract. I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt, playing in that with ball field. Um. <laughs> You know, he's going to hit his bombs. He's going to make plays. I saw him playing left field in spring training a lot, which is, which, you know, I guess it's, I I, I like him in center. I like him in right because of, of that arm. But if they have a plan to keep him maybe maybe healthier, I don't know, or just save his arm, who knows. Um, number three, I'm going to change it. I'm going to mid-change it. I know I said Rafael Devers um, when it was just us. But I'm going to put Jordan Alvarez. At number three. Uh, for me, I do agree with you. You're a front two. Otani, one. Judge, two. Otani's just something special, man. And I think we'll continue to see it throughout, you know, the remainder of his career, whether it's on the mound or at the dish. He's something that I think it's a once-in-a-generational type of talent. Uh, two, the reigning MVP and Aaron Judge. Uh, three, I have Mike Trout. Listen, Trout put up a great year last year. It was hampered by injuries once again, but again. He's one of the greatest players we'll see as well. And yeah. you will also find out by continuing to watch this and listening to this that um, I do like the Angels a little bit uh, here in 2023. Um, so having two Angels <laughs> within the top three of the American League MVP, uh, you know, kind of 
fits that mold there. Moving ahead to the American League, Cy Young. Um, one through three, who do you got? All right, I'm going to go three through one. Uh, number three, I'm going Garrett Cole. Um, honestly, he's been kind of getting shit on the last two years in terms of uh, just his perform- his ERA, his performance, this, that, and the third. Um, he does strike a lot of people out still. I'll give him that. But, you know, he needs to perform when the big moment um, is upon him. Um, but I'm, I think this is the year. I think, you know, again, as you'll see later in the show that, you know, I, I favor the Yankees a lot in terms of uh, my predictions. But Garrett Cole at three. And then I got Kevin Gosman at two. You know, Toronto's going to feed off off one through five, going to feed off each other. They're, they got a great rotation set up for success. So I got Kevin Gosman leading the way at number two. And then Shane Bieber at number one. I think the Guardians are a young team. They got a lot of energy. They're electrifying. They're just gonna hit. They're gonna hit that peak, and Shane Bieber is gonna have that Cy Young season. That would be a second, right? Uh yes. Um, three through one for me. Three. I got Shohei Otani. Uh, he really took that massive leap on the mound that a lot of evaluators were looking for last year. Um, I think he's gonna do it again, and then some. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Um, you know, I have him winning the MVP. He doesn't pull a Justin Verlander for me you know, winning both awards, but, uh, he finishes three, uh, Kevin Gosman. I agree with you finishes second. He had a tremendous first year in Toronto last year. Um, I see him repeating that. And then at one, um, listen, they're not one of my surprise teams. They're also not a division winner for me, but I see the Chicago white Sox, Dylan cease winning the American league. Cy young, um, he was fantastic last year, 14 and a with a two twenty ERA, uh, 227 strikeouts across 184 innings. Um, I see him building off that, and um, he's also my number one starter in fantasy, so I need him to do that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and you know, he he's he's really got absolutely filthy stuff, and he's got a filthy filthy mustache as well. So, uh, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan sees we're rocking with you, man. Uh, American League Rookie of the Year. Where we where where we headed? Where's your where's your head at? Let's Robert? go intertwine every other this time. All right, sounds good. I got Anthony Volpe. Um, you know, I saw him a couple time a couple games in spring training. He could snag a bag. He could play it. Um, he covers a lot of ground. He could hit a little bit. And you know, a lot of people are comparing him to Derek Jeter. I'm with it. I love Derek Jeter. I'm going Anthony Volpe. Okay. Yeah, for me, I have Gunnar Henderson. Uh, with from the Orioles. Uh, listen, the Orioles took a massive step last year and uh one of the top prospects in baseball this year Gunnar henderson is gonna uh be a massive cog uh he's a five-tool athlete um really really tremendous at the plate um really good on the the base paths as well um good defensively just an all-around really solid player um i see some all-star appearances in his future as well uh and then lastly american league comeback player of the year award i gotta roll this chapman um, you know, again, I, the Royals, I like a lot. <clears throat> um, I think they're one of my sleeper teams, but I rolled this Chapman. I think this is like a one year prove it deal. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. If he wants to continue pitching in the bigs, he's got to, he's got to kind of step it up. He was trash like last year with the Yankees. Um, for me, comeback player of the year award again, we're sticking with the halo theme. Uh, Anthony Rendon was another year riddled by injuries. Um, if the Angels hope to make noise, I mean, it's obvious they're pitching and, you know, needs to uh, 
needs to stay healthy and needs to compete, but also, you know, a guy like Anthony Rendon on that massive contract um, needs to perform and, and needs to, needs to ultimately stay, stay healthy. It's time for our division winners and our world series predictions here. National league, Rob, um, who do you have as your national league <laughs> Eastern division champion? I mean, I mentioned it before. Uh, I'm really high on the Phillies. I love Trey Turner. I think Trey Turner and Bryce Harper and even Kyle Schwarber, uh, they're going to kill it. They got a deep lineup. Zach Wheeler, we miss you. We love you. Um, Aaron Nola is going to have a good year. Yeah, we should have. But, you know, again, I think the Phillies are going to ride that momentum. Yeah, I got the Mets. I No bias, I promise. got to win one, man. 2015 has been eight years. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So the Mets are going to win, um, and there's no bias here. I truthfully do think. But the but the key to this is um, the key to this is Verlander and Scherzer. I there's no question about it. If they're healthy, and if they're still pitching like we know that they can, I think the Mets are the best team, and you know have a massive chance to potentially win the World Series. But those two are the linchpin there. Um, NL Central. Excuse me. NL Central, I got the Cardinals. Yep, I'm right. I'm right behind you. Um, NL West. Uh, Padres. <laughs> You're the Padres. The Dodgers' reign is over. No, it's not over. It's just the Padres are better. Yeah, they, they got you know. I I don't know. We'll see. I'm it's, with it's you. It's gonna be a tight race over there. I'm with I'm with you because normally teams like that stack up on offense, like the Padres, have done. Yeah, are just so deep in one area, but their pitching is great too. You know, then they lock down you Darvish. Their bullpen's also good. Um, I have the Padres as uh, I have the Padres as my division winner. I also have them as my uh, one seed. I'm not sure about you. I have Padres one, Phillies two, Cardinals three. Okay, Um, my first wild card is going to be the Dodgers. Like I said, it's going to be close in the NL West, and I think those two teams are going to have 96 plus wins. Okay. Yeah. I have the Braves as, uh, excuse me. I have the, uh, I have the Phillies as my number one, um, wild card. Um, I think that they're just like right on the fringes of the Mets tail. Um, but again, that division is going to be really, really close. And also just to reiterate just my, uh, seeding in the national league, I have the Padres one, I have the Mets two, and I have the Cardinals three, uh, Rob, how about your second national league wild card? Uh, the METS Mets, Mets, Mets. (laughs) Go go Mets. Yes, sir. Yeah, you you finally you finally uh opened up to you know maybe thinking that you the team that you're rooting for might have a chance this year. <laughs> Listen, you know negative nanny over there. I know, I know. I'll I'll be optimistic. As you just as I, I be, but... you just don't want to get you just don't want to get hurt. Yeah, pretty much. That's your problem. I I miss I, Diaz. I know. I get it. That was a big blow. All right. Big blow. Um, <laughs> Moving on. My second National League wild card. I got the Dodgers again. I think it's the Padres' year in the West. Dodgers still are a deep, deep team, but they did lose Turner. Um, you know, Tony Gonsolin starting the year on the uh, IL. Um, Clayton Kershaw. Although you always have to question. Um, and again, there are some question marks just up and down the lineup as well. It's just not as deep as usual. Um, I think the Dodgers take a step back, but they do have a very deep farm system. Who is your third nationally wild card? Uh, the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yeah, I like the Cubs. I like the moves they're making. Uh, you know, I think, I think if it wasn't 
if I didn't pick the Diamondbacks as a team to watch, um, you know, it would have been the Cubs. Wow. So you have the Cubs making the Cubs making the playoffs with the likes of um with the likes of Eric Hosmer and Cody Bellinger and uh Jameson Tyon. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back when people um, excuse me, I'm gonna come back when Danzy Swanson. Oh, and Danzy Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. I, because okay. I put him I put him what, top three and I was getting shit on? Yeah, yeah, you were getting <laughs> shit on, yeah. Everybody hates Rob for uh Dansby Swanson <laughs> being his top three shortstop well, in the game. Pros and cons of you know, being podcasters, you know, with, with, <laughs> with opinions, you know. Uh, my third National League wild card, I got the Braves. Um, again, the Annalise is going to be tight. Um, and I honestly, I think they could all flip flop either three ways. Moving along to the American League, who do you have winning the American League Eastern Division title? I have the Yankees. How come? Pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, again, the Blue Jays are going to be really good. They're going to be improved. And then don't sleep on the Red Sox. And honestly, I agree with you on the Orioles. But even the Rays, that division's stacked. But Yankees yeah. are the team to beat. Okay, yeah. I got the Yankees as well. Um, I think the addition to uh, Verdone, forearm pending, um, is uh, is a really, really big one. Much needed. Um, you know, they don't have a surefire bullpen, but they have a deep bullpen. Um, and obviously that offense, as you mentioned, the Wiffle Ball Park, they'll be fine. They'll win the American League East, but it is a very, very deep division. Um, who is your American League Central Division title winner? Uh, the Cleveland Guardians. I like Tristan McKenzie a lot. Shane Bieber was my Cy Young pick. Um, they just inked that deal with Andres Jimenez. Congratulations to him. Um, they're just a young, exciting team with with loaded arms and experience at the helm. So Ad, added Josh Bell added Josh Bell as well. Oh my god, yeah, and they added Josh Bell. Yeah. I mean, listen, because I'm not even gonna continue talking because the Guardians are my American League Central champion as well. I think they repeat Tito Francona at the helm. They're deep, man. You know, rotation, bullpen, lineup now. Yeah, I like at, Emmanuel Class A too. Yeah, oh Emmanuel Class A now with Diaz out. He's probably the best closer in baseball, you could you could say. Um, you know, I, I have um, I have the Guardians winning the Central. Um, yep. When when it comes to the West, we both agree on this. We spoke about this before. We both have the Astros winning the American League West. Um, yep. What's you? I mean, it, it it is pretty straightforward, but they're just they're just deep. They added Jose Abreu. How do you get deeper than that? Yeah, I mean, again, it's called a dynasty for a reason, you know. Yeah, it's definitely competitive and you know always competing for a championship is is dusty baker gonna lead them to another one we'll see we'll see i mean again they gotta defend it so i I can't i can't can't imagine them not making at least the alcs yeah and jose altuve is out for the first you know six to ten weeks with that broken Mm -hmm. hand uh suffered in wbc so and just quickly i I think that we have the same seating here um astros one yankees two guardians three yeah Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, who is your first American League wildcard winner? I got the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, again, you know, one through five, great starters. Um, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. They got Dal- they got Dalton Varsho and they got Kevin Kiermaier. You know, they showed up their defense while showing up their offense even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I really can't say 
much else to that. You know, they have a really deep rotation. Alec, Alec Manoa, um, Nate Pearson looked amazing in spring the other day. Um, you know, they, they did make that trade with the Mariners. Um, I think the, uh, I think the Blue Jays are that one, that one seed in terms of the wild card. Um, when it comes yeah, to, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off either, but they're also going to have a, I, I believe they're going to have a healthier George Springer. I mean, you know, they shifted him over to right, I believe. So, okay. Yeah. You know, Le- again, he's not, he's not, he's not in center. Yeah. So, Less, think, uh, you know, it's like a Carlos Beltran type move. Sure. Sure. Gonna, Later on. Shift over to right and doesn't have to cover so much ground while staying on the field. I think that's a, that's a good call there. Um, who is your second uh, American league wild card winner? I got the Seattle Mariners. I mean, you know, Luis Castillo uh, coming back for another year. Logan Gilbert, young stud who's on my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> um, again, you know, a team that was in it last year. You know, they're they're probably one of those young, hung, hungry teams. You know, a, a good old good old name that Mets fans are going to shake their head to. Jared Kalanick, he looked great in the spring. Um, maybe he maybe he turns it around and you know starts off the year hot instead of getting sent down. Bullpen anchored by former Met great Paul Seawold. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, my second American League wild card um, winner is the uh, – I still – I don't give a shit. I still call them the Anaheim Angels. Um, the Anaheim <laughs> Angels or Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of Anaheim, whatever you want to call them. I got the Angels. Listen, Otani, Trout. They got to make something work. I've been saying it every single year. They've made the playoffs for me every single year, but I think this is the year. I do think that they make the playoffs, finishing that second seed. They did add Tyler Anderson in the offseason. You Good did. Move. Yeah, yeah. Very under the radar. You did see what Patrick Sandoval could do last year, as well as what he did for Team Mexico this past, um, you know, uh, World Baseball Classic. Um, you know, as far as their offense go, they added a really dynamic piece um, in Brandon Drury. They also acquired Gio Urshela um, from the Minnesota Twins. Their, their offense isn't going to be a problem. They also added Hunter Renfro, right? So their offense <laughs> is not going to be a problem. It's always been their pitching. It will continue being their pitching, and it all will depend on that. But again, if everybody stays healthy and the pitching shows up and, you know, the bullpen can – Kind Tyler of. Tyler Walsh is good too. Yeah, dude, dude, they have it. They... Uh, shout out Strong Island, Logan, no happy. He made the opening day roster. He's Where's a catcher. He... Where's he from? Uh, somewhere in Suffolk, but shout, you know, Strong Island, stand up. No, that's massive. That's massive. We saw Stephen Woods on the mound for uh, Team Italy. Um, he's from uh, Huntington. And who's your third? Wild my card? my third wildcard winner. I think it's the Twins. You know, they did. Uh, re-signed Carlos Correa ultimately at the end of the day. Him and his leg went back to Minnesota. Um, so, you know, I think the Twins squeak in there, um, you know, and 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 take that final wild card spot. But I could really see it going so many different ways. But who's your third wild card? I got the Boston Red Sox. Um, Masataka Yoshida. Yeah, yeah, Masataka Yoshida. But again, Trevor. Once Trevor Story gets back, hopefully they'll still be in the race, and you know they'll make something happen. Yeah, they got Justin Turner as well. Um, you know, they've endeavors, you know, fresh off the new contract, doesn't have to worry about being traded. He can finally just play comfortably and, you know, hopefully lead that pack. And then a nice little, you know, just little piece here that we added there. Uh just teams to watch. Uh Rob, who who's a team to watch in the American League and National League that you think people should uh, keep an eye on? 
Uh, well, you know, I mentioned it before. Arizona, I really like them. They're, they're led by a bunch of prospects that they picked. Uh, excuse me, that uh, they developed along with uh, their strong pitching and Merrill Kelly, Zach Guyon. Um, you know, Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, yeah, and you've seen it with my manager of the year and rookie of the year. So I like the Arizona Diamondbacks in the National League. In the American League, I like the Kansas City Royals. I mean, you know, again, another young team. Uh, you've seen Vinny Pasquino in the World Baseball Classic and a little bit last year. Another player that I love from the Royals is Brady Singer. We saw him on Team USA. Mm-hmm. He took a big step last year. And uh, yep. they, they have a they have a definitely a, a good young team, new manager as well. So um, we'll see with that. For me, the two teams to watch, um, Rob's third NL wildcard team, the Cubs. I think the Cubs are a team to watch. I like the additions that they made. Um, and in, in the American League, it's kind of cheating. It's not like I strayed far from the pack, but um, I think the Baltimore Orioles are definitely a team to watch. You know, I think if the Orioles weren't in the American League East, I think it would be a bigger story. Something else that we all have to keep in mind here, and I think that you and I didn't even really think about this beforehand, but when we were putting all this together, but like everybody's going to be playing the same teams because, um, you know, you're not filled up in the, within the division anymore. Um, so the, so the schedule's very dispersed. So, um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see, but the Orioles definitely after the, after the leap that they took last year, as well as, you know, Gunnar Henderson and a guy like Grayson Rodriguez coming up, Adley Rushman's second full season. Um, the Orioles are just a, definitely a, a, a team. Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins as well. They're just a team that you definitely need to keep an eye on and moving along, uh, the National League Championship Series will 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 run into the Championship Series here. Um, who do you have in the National League Championship Series, and who do you have winning, and in how many games? Uh, for the NLCS, I got the Phillies over the Mets. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, in seven. Uh, we everyone have remember. Heartbreak, everyone heartbreak remember. Heartbreak. It was Rob, not me. Listen, listen, but no, listen, I'm again, I'm just a big fan of that lineup. It's very dangerous and it scares the sugar honey iced tea out of me. But, you know, I, I do have the Mets making the NLCS. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I... And then, you know, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. Um, You know, again, I just think the Phillies are not money hungry, but they're World Series hungry. You know, the addition of Trey Turner just screams they want to get back to the fall classic. And how about the American League? Um, so, you know, again, don't judge me, but I got the Yankees over the Astros in seven. Um, again, I said it before, um, I think it's just the year for the Yankees. They're going to get over that hump. They're going to beat the Astros finally. And it's going to be like, kind of like a David versus Goliath moment, or excuse me, passing of the baton moment, you know, in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. So I got the Yankees making the world series. So Rob has a rematch of the 2009 World Series. Uh, for me, in the National League, I have the Padres as the one seed. Unfortunately, defeating the Mets in seven games. Um, history repeats itself, not in the wild card round, but in the National League Championship Series this time. Um, Mets fall one game short, um, and I have the Padres over the Mets. In the American League, I'm with Rob. I like the Yankees, and I actually like the Yankees over the Angels. Really high on the Angels. I'll talk about So, Rob, you have a Phillies-Yankees World Series. I have a Padres-Yankees World Series. On the eve of opening day, 
Phillies Yankees, who was your 2023 World Series champion? <laughs> I got the Philadelphia Phillies in six. Wow. Yeah. I just think they have better pitching. Um, you know, again, they take advantage of the short porch and right with uh, Schwarber, and he's going to win MVP. Wow. So a Mets podcast, Rob comes on here, and he chooses the Phillies to represent the National League, Yanks to represent the American League, and the Listen, Phillies to win being, the World Series. We're being realists. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants to hear both of us say, oh, the Mets are going to win. The Mets are going to win. Yeah, but I wish that was <laughs> happening. Listen, we did that last year, and the Mets got bounced in the wild card round. So, like I said, maybe we put some bad juju on everybody else. You're right. And then, you know, maybe yeah. the Mets actually do win it. Yeah, you're right. All right. All right. <laughs> I got, got the Padres over the Yankees. I think that the Padres' strategy of spending $10 trillion is going to pay off. Um, I think that the Padres are going to win. I think the Padres win in seven Um and I think it'll be one of the most watched fall classics of all time, potentially the most watched fall classic of all time. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really big season for Major League Baseball. I think they've done a great job with a lot of their marketing techniques, as well as the expansion of the World Baseball Classic. I think a lot of the world changes are going to get a lot of people involved um, You know, with more action, whether it be more stolen bases, the speed of the game. Um, I just think it's going to be a really, really big season for Major League Baseball, and I'm so excited that it all starts tomorrow. Um, I just can't wait, dude. Oh How many opening, day, opening days have you been to? Um, I've been to every opening day since 2006. Minus well, some people consider opening day the home opener, others people consider opening day opening day. I consider opening day opening day. That's me. Um I went I was I went I was at Mets Nationals in 06, 07. I didn't I wasn't in St. Louis. I did go to the home opener in 08. I did 09, I did 10, I did 11, I did. I haven't gone like, there are a few years over the last couple of years that I hadn't gone though. So I, I've been to like 13 and I guess tomorrow will be like 14 maybe. I don't know. Maybe probably less. I'm probably pulling that number straight out of my ass. I have no idea. How about you? <laughs> way, to wait, way to waste like 10 minutes of our time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, no, I went to, we, I went to 2012. I went to last year and then this year. So, okay, yeah. And this is gonna be your that, first time. And that's time. like, and that's like straight opening day, like. And this and and this is your first time as a road warrior on opening day. Yes, correct. Yeah. First yes. These this number I'm not pulling out of my ass. This is my second time as a road warrior. Um, I mean, dude, for, we're going to Miami, man. Like, first I like, time. I like that. Yeah. First time added to the list of the parks. Yeah. First time I went on the road for opening day. Opening day. The Mets faced the Washington Nationals at Nationals Park. Bartolo Colon took the mound in 2015, and it just so happened that the Mets went to the World Series that year. So we're hoping, we're praying that the same thing occurs here in 2023 for these New York Mets. Guys, be sure to be sure to check us out all day long tomorrow. We'll be posting some great content. 
on Instagram, on Twitter. Again, give us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. We are at Cup of Mets. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify <laughs> and on Apple Podcasts, as well as the Love. other platforms. Uh, Rob, you have any other final words here before we hop off? No, let's go, Mets fans. 2023 is the year. And, uh, you know, again, let's go 1-0 every day. Take it one game at a time, one month at a time. It's a, marath- uh, it's a marathon and it's a sprint, all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As Rob said, one day at a time. And I think that's the perfect way to put it. And it all begins tomorrow, 4.10 p.m., Mets Marlins, Lone Depot Park in Miami. And we'll be there to cover it for y'all. Again, give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on Twitter. Give us a follow on YouTube. The content will be flowing. Let's go Mets. For Ian Bosniak. Oh. For Robert Venegas. (laughs) 